because I sent you a link on uh, Messenger uh, to the, the casserole I made. Well, no, so that, that was the one in, in, in the, the Skype link. Oh, uh, in Facebook Messenger. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's the, the casserole I made. Uh, and that was honestly like it was just me fucking around in the kitchen and knowing to, to, to a large degree like what these things were going to do when they were combined. Um, it, you are, please, you know, if you feel, if you feel inclined, make it. If you have any questions about anything, please let me know. We'll do. Um, I just accepted your friend request on Facebook. So <laughs> nope. yeah, we're good now. But no, yeah, I appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's so much of it is just fucking around. It's, it's finding things that you like to make and, you know, making them as best, as best you can. Uh, and knowing that giving your, yourself the freedom to make a mistake. Cause so what, what I was talking about before with baking, baking, like I said, baking is chemistry, right? Mm -hmm. So you, with baking, you, you get every, you, you, you try and get as precise as you can and you do everything, you put it in the oven and then you're done. You can't really change that once it's, once it's been, you know, once it's been mixed. Um, with cooking, you know, you have a lot more leeway in terms of what you can put it this way. Baking is a symphony orchestra. Cooking is jazz. With cooking, you can fuck around. You can experiment. You can try things um, on the fly. With yes. with baking, you set it in stone and then you move forward. You <laughs> go for the best. Um, so... If you're, you know, if I'm going to encourage you to do anything in the kitchen, first it would be to learn to cook. Uh, um, and so much of that, for me at least, was like I said, was learning the the cause and effect. You know, if I, if I, uh, uh, you know, why does a like I said, why does a lead to b? Searing a steak, there's that, there's this myth that, uh, uh, you know, oh, you want to sear a steak because it seals in the juices. No, it doesn't. That's not a thing. Um, that, that is, that is, you know, there's a lot of, uh, 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 misinformation, uh, um, shockingly on the internet as well. Um, <laughs> what? I, I know it's super weird. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> but it, it's been like, uh, it's been great to, to be able to, to learn stuff that dispels, you know, long held beliefs, like the idea that you can't use soap and water on a cast iron skillet. It's not true. It's not true at all. Um, if you're, if you using soap in a skillet takes the seasoning off your skillet, you didn't have good seasoning on to begin with. <laughs> um, you're not supposed to scrub it with steel wool, but you can absolutely and should use, uh, uh a mild soap, mild detergent and, and water, uh, uh, to clean your skillet. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, I, like the science behind stuff fascinates the fuck out of me. Like, you know, go ahead. I've. I was going to say, well, I have a series for you also. Uh, have yeah. either of you seen the um, the the Four Levels series on Epic Epicurious's YouTube channel? No, no. So uh, they they have this really great series called Four Levels. It like randomly movie, randomly though. came up on my recommendations one day, and basically what they do is uh, they have an amateur cook, a home cook, and like a, like a professional chef all make the same oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. And then they also have the food scientist who comes on at the end and talks about the process behind what each of them did to try to make whatever particular 
uh, dish that they were trying to make and like kind of the different ways that they went, they all uh, went about making the dish. And like, it's, it's, it's super fascinating because I'm, I'm also a really, a really huge science guy too. So I'm, 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 I'm always curious about the process behind why certain people do certain things and, and, and kind of the different ways uh, between like someone who's just an amateur, who's, who maybe learned from their, their parent versus someone who, you know, went to culinary school and has been doing it for 15 and 20 years and kind of the different ways that you can make things and, and, and how that goes into, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, like um, the, the flavoring and, and everything that goes along with each particular dish. Super, it's, it's been super helpful to me with my own cooking of certain dishes also. And so I think it'd be a, it'd be a really good watch because they they cover they pretty much cover, I mean l- anything that you you want to learn how to make they've probably done something on it they've done pastas, burritos, tacos I mean you like you kind of you name it they've they've probably done it, and there are different ways that that uh, that they go about it. That's mm. the thing that like we we always talk about like we actually in in one breath we talked about. Oh, you can't trust everything on the internet. But then also YouTube, Epicurious, the four levels. You're seeing the positives of it as well. Mm-hmm. Because, again, I, I've mentioned it like three times now, like America's Test Kitchen. I learned, I never thought, I, I'm, I'm like really the only person in my family that really likes to eat eggs, right? So I make eggs for breakfast all the time. I never thought I could learn more about how to cook eggs properly. But I did from watching that show. Like, I've always thought to myself, I was like, man, I wish I could get like those fluffy scrambled eggs, you know, like the kind that you get, like if you go to like, a, well, now they don't exist because of quarantine, but like, like breakfast buffets, <laughs> you know, uh. like those big, those big, you know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. those big fluffy, like I, I've never been able to make those right. They always come out kind of like an omelet. And I watched them make this thing called, it was called French eggs. I was like, I've never heard of that. What the fuck is a French egg? And literally what they do is they mix it up like you would be making scrambled eggs, but the heat on your pan is super low. It's like a two or a three, like if you've got like one of those, like I do. And like you literally just keep scraping around the pan and moving it and moving it and moving it. And you get this like really cool, like like liquidy egg that's like, oh my God, so good. It's like a total game changer. And I've found that like if you start it like that, and then turn up the heat a little bit, add a little salt and pepper and keep doing that. It gets the kind of eggs that I'm looking for because those are almost like they almost look That's like grits. Cool. You know, um, a cheap, hmm. a cheap treat, uh, a cheat for that, too, because they do this at IHOP, just adding like a tiny bit of pancake mix. Yep. I've heard that. Yeah. Like I've heard I'm, that as well. Yeah. I haven't tried that, but like it's it, it's completely changed my like i'm the only judge of it because you know nobody else eats eggs in this fucking house but like I'm, he said embittered <laughs> it's well, really not embittered. Like, it's more like feel. it's more like more for me asshole yeah. like a little bit like, of double bird came out there yeah right just a little bit it's um it's <laughs> also it, by the way they're called french eggs because if you put american cheese on them they surrender <laughs> <laughs> american well cheese honestly has been the yeah. secret ingredient for everything <laughs> dude ramen a slice what? of american cheese on what? a bowl of ramen you let what? it sit for a minute and then you mix it up and it completely liquefies my jaw is just, dropped right and now. just mixes it, it incorporates is... perfectly with the broth the that fuck? is brilliant that is brilliant no goddamn sense well no it does because american cheese is like nothing but oil but like there, that's the thing though is like i say that in that tone but like 
when you have a breakfast sandwich, like if it's bacon American and cheese. cheese or sausage, egg and cheese, the only cheese that really works well is American. Like, yeah, yeah like that's OK, too. But yes, sort of like <laughs> I, I know what you're saying. Like the taste is right. But there's something about that, like gross, disgusting, like gooey American cheese that oh, like, yeah. just, just works on a on a like an egg and cheese sandwich, man. And like. I like that we were going to have a whole separate thing, but we're just going to keep talking about food. Like, <laughs> just, like yeah, why, why stop now? You know, like I do want to go kind of round table with this um, unofficial entry into our next podcast here. Hey, guys, welcome to GGR Pirate Radio. It's another episode of At the Diner. We're talking food, as you heard. It's it's a theme. It's a whole thing we got going on. Uh, it's myself, Mike Lunsford. It's MC Brooks. It's Russ Brown. And it's James Rambo. We're all talking food. We'll mix in fictional food here a little bit. Where we're just talking about, like, like, food hacks that we've learned. Like, things that, like, you never thought would be good. On the ramen discussion. Apparently, American cheese makes it good. You know what else is really fucking good in ramen? A scoop of peanut butter. What? Because then it's like a you know like Thai food where they'll do like spicy yeah, peanut sauce. Yeah. yeah. Do a scoop of peanut butter, a little bit of sriracha, mix it all together. It's fucking dynamite. I've been doing for a uh, for a while. Um, yeah, uh, I'll drop an egg in and mix it up. Yeah. I won't just poach it by itself. Yeah. Um, and then and that's always right at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, like I said, slice of American cheese on the top, and then uh, uh, smoked Tabasco, the Chipotle Tabasco. I fucking love Chipotle Tabasco. <laughs> it is so goddamn good. I'm not huge on spicy food, but like just a little bit of that to give you a little tiny kick and this really rich smoky flavor. Oh, it's so good. Oh, goddamn it. It's so good. <laughs> MC, do you have any hacks that you use for food like that? That's like kind of out there like nobody else does or? I don't think so because most of the ones that I know I probably picked up from like searching the internet. <laughs> Okay. Oh yeah, I 100% can't take credit for the American cheese. I found that online. Yeah, the peanut butter thing. I don't even remember if I took it from somebody or if it was just like, this seems weird but might be good. Let's try it. I throw a one on things like more than just like steaks and stuff. Like I I, I put it with like salmon. I put it with chicken. I put, and it's always good. A one makes anything. So if you have like a really dry piece of chicken and you need like and you just need something to make it just edible to get through a really bad meal. A one. That is my go to. <laughs> Dude, another another one if you ever want to be like, you know, of this area, more particularly towards the the Maryland side of uh, of the uh of the border. Bay. Fucking old bay old on bay. everything. <laughs> oh that's the yeah. other one, yes. No. <laughs> I've thrown a lot of old bay on things too, actually. I have I, I actually do really enjoy it. But I usually save that for seafood. I can't put that on like regular like regular like you know, chicken or beef or are you are you ready to have your mind blown? If it's mac and cheese, it's already been done. But go ahead. No, but that's a good that's a good one though. Mm-hmm. Um, so MC's favorite pizza place, Lido, and I don't know what he can put it on because they use it on their chicken. But Lido has a new sauce. It's an Old Bay hot sauce. Ooh, and it's oh, they, that they sounds sell, they sell that. And it's dynamite. Yeah, they do sell it. Yeah, like um, friend of the show, and uh, I've actually known him since high school. A buddy of mine, uh, Fernando Cuellar, um, bought like a an industrial size bottle for his house of, of the old day hot sauce like like the kind like the kind you would see like you know like a chef yeah like he was like yeah i'll get good use out of this and i'm like well, you you are a goddamn madman but like yeah i i had it on um chicken tenders and it was it was dynamite it's really really good i'm just trying to think of like what you could put it on mc that would work um i mean, fuck, I mean 
anything. Probably cauliflower. I mean, cauliflower seems to be like the 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 replacement. I'm not vegan or anything, but like yeah. it seems to be like the the go to replacement for that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it can literally be anything. I mean, there are very few things you can you know not use hot sauce for. So we always joke too that like if a sauce is really good. Like, we'll be like, oh, my God, the sauce is so good. You could put it on a cat turd and it would be good. Like, that's that that's I think that falls into that category. And like, yeah. Um, what about like so we've American cheese and ramen, um, peanut butter and ramen, um, a one on everything. Uh, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sriracha is really good, too. Like, I like sriracha on just about anything. Um okay. Yeah, hot sauce on just about anything is pretty good too. Uh, my I add kid, sriracha to my uh, to my soy sauce whenever whenever I have sushi or any kind of like Asian dish. Oh yeah, and it gives yeah. it like an extra kick. Like, because I found out I don't know if anyone's been to Sticky Rice in DC mm-hmm. or I guess in Baltimore too, but basically the the bartender who took shots with me basically revealed that all this all their spicy soy sauce was was just regular soy sauce with sriracha added to it. <laughs> like there was. There's no like, so, like special thing. <laughs> so MC, do you know, do you know? Here's a question for you. Do you know what's like? You ever have like the yum yum sauce and you go to like a sushi restaurant? They always have like the the soy and they have this like orange concoction. They call it at least in the sushi restaurants or in Pittsburgh. Yeah. They call it. Like what what is in there? It's delicious. It, like you put it on fried rice and sushi. Like it's like good on everything too. But I have no sauce, idea what's in it. Yum yum sauce, I think is. It has mayo in it. I, I remember yeah. looking up uh, the ingredients a while ago. Ah, here we go. Yum Yum sauce is made of mayonnaise, ketchup, vinegar, garlic, sugar, paprika, and water to thin the sauce out. That's it. See, none yeah, of that, that sounds sense. like it'd be good together. Like, none of that sounds like it would be good together. <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't like mayo. I don't like, like why? <laughs> Mayo is a great vehicle for things. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Honestly, like, that's not even a joke. Mayo no. is, is, a, is a really good vehicle for, like, for different flavors. Because all mayo is is, is emulsified egg and fat. Yeah. That's really all it is. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's funny you say that because, like, there was a thing on Twitter a while ago about people using mayo for their grilled cheeses. That, yeah. Yeah. And I, I've never had it, but like it sounded gross. But like everyone I know who's tried it has raved about it like, makes how it amazing really it crispy is. on the outside. Yeah, it's really good. It's... I have never enjoyed mayonnaise by itself. Like, uh, put it this way: if you can taste the mayonnaise, I'm not. I'm out. That's how. That's <laughs> I'm, how I'm I am. Not interested. But yeah, fucking spread. I I found that it burns a little easier, um, because it's not just it's not it's not just a straight fat um but there is so much fat in it that it emol- that it, it, it cooks really it, it browns up really nicely it does mm. yeah you do have to wash it a little bit more than like if you're using like uh like an oil or something like that um so i wanted to ask you because i mentioned it before i mentioned the, the big giant brontosaurus ribs <laughs> from uh from the flintstones I just want to see, like, off the top of your head. Like, I, I, we don't need a whole lot of research unless you guys did research. And then please give me, give me the whole yeah. list. <laughs> this is why I fucking love you guys. Um, <laughs> let's start. With, you know what? Rambo, kick us off, bud. What's a fictional food that you've seen from TV, from movies, maybe even a book they described it, like, that you were just like, fuck, I wish this was real and I want to try it. So I I had initially started with the entirety of what they eat during the imaginary feast and hook. Um, mm. 
I had to fight. I had to fight for this one on our group page because somebody was like, "Ew, those pies look like they're made out of Play-Doh," and I was like, "What?" Like, First of all, I, I was like maybe nine years old when I saw this. Yeah. Awesome, let's do it. Um, <laughs> but I'll, I'll narrow it down even more specifically. When Peter starts using his imagination and he can actually see the food, Pockets hands him this this glass, this 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 drink. And it's like bofo or fofo or something cocoa. like that. Cocoa, use your cocoa, Peter. But it's not cocoa. It's it, it, whatever it is. It's a it's a it's a seemingly a cold white drink that leaves a milk mustache on him. I figured it was just cocoa with like whipped cream on it. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. In my head, it's 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 some sort of like crazy coconut drink. Um, you know what? Even better. I like that I, better than hot cocoa. <laughs> I want it to be Let's some sort of that. like 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 coconut milkshake thing. Um, oh, fuck. Yeah. Good. yeah, right. That sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I want it. I I want a fucking glass of that. Whatever it is, you saying y'all saying cocoa now makes complete sense. <laughs> the nine year old nine year old James Rambo is like fuck all of you. No, it was that, What is that mysterious concoction? <laughs> uh, it's cocoa dipshit. Oh well, all right. <laughs> Thanks for ruining my childhood. But yeah, yeah, the, the, the all the things on the table <laughs> during that fucking yeah, uh, that uh, giant dinner. roast, whatever the hell that was, like a turkey or a chicken or like it, it had like nine legs. It, oh my god, like it <laughs> looks so good. Let me see if I can find it in the group page because we were talking about like we had some pretty good ones. Um, MC, what about you, man? What you got? Uh, well, I can pretty much sum it up like literally any anime food ever. Yeah, right. <laughs> that, that was that was a consensus. We had a lot of people say the same thing. And it's, like it's, yeah, it's, it's I, like I don't know if it's because of the animation style or maybe because in um how much detail seemingly goes into making the food just as realistic and appetizing as possible. But well, just, it just seems like mouths all seem to grow any, like sixty five times and they just shovel food in. So. <laughs> Any any feast with Goku and Dragon Ball Z, like any any like because there's it's like a running. I don't know if anyone that watches has watched that. It's like the gateway anime for no most no people. no. Of course, of course. So but, that, that I, was that was the inspiration. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking like literally when when you said that I'm like darn he took like my my big one. But anytime like Goku <laughs> goes fishing, like he'll go underwater, he'll come out, he'll there'll be like a fish that's like three times the size of him, and he like drags. <laughs> yep. I'm like God, that would be so delicious to eat for the next like three weeks, like. <laughs> But like yeah, they always like every like it's I feel like it's every like twenty episodes. There's like an oh, I'm hungry episode, and then he's like <laughs> chowing down on like all of the best looking food I've ever seen. <laughs> see, I haven't watched enough uh, um, DBZ to to really see that. But when I think anime and food, I immediately think Studio Ghibli. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm, good yeah everything Jay, Jay in Dillard Ghibli looks fucking amazing. It's it it's absurd how good the food looks in that. Um, one of the ones that like I I immediately thought of, and, and it, this it actually sprung from that. Jax and I, Jax has become a huge SpongeBob fan, and we were watching the episode of SpongeBob where it's the um it's the training video for hey you're coming to work at the Krusty Krab, and they show a picture of what a Krabby Patty is supposed to look like. And I looked at him and I was like, that thing looks fucking delicious. And he's like, yeah, doesn't it? Like, I want a hamburger now. And like, <laughs> I, I just want to have a Krabby Patty. But like, for whatever reason, when I was younger, I always thought a Krabby Patty was, when I pictured it in my head, I pictured like a crab cake sandwich. But like, no, it's it's a hamburger. Yeah. Hmm. Now, 
it's it's not meat. It's not like burger. Because where'd they get it? From sea cows. <laughs> it's, Shut up, <laughs> Krabby Patties are manatee. They're people. Uh, people. <laughs> and yes, I'm aware that I'm trying to bring reasonable logic to a show where you can have campfires underwater. I don't care. <laughs> David Bowie is the king of the ocean, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, I mean, makes sense. But yeah, the, the Krabby Patty for sure. Um, my wife was like, I want... And not the not the knockoff ones that we've gotten in in real life, but like the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory circa 1970s movie Wonka Bar, the one that's like in that wrapper, like the Charlie sure. like wolf's down like in front of that candy store, like Scrum Diddlyumptious Bar. Ah uh, fuck, I'll do you one better. Everything inside the Wonka Factory. Yes. When they open those goddamn doors, yeah. first of all, fun fact: the kids hadn't seen it. So their really? reactions on camera are le- are legit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the the giant fucking gummy bears that you can like knock off trees and shit. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a little. I'll take yeah. a little little flower teacup. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm looking through some of the uh, other comments that we have. There's a lot of Star Wars love. A lot of people want to try um, the blue milk. Um, or um. Sharon said whatever Aunt Beru was making in that blender. So I'm assuming <laughs> I'm assuming that it was like like a blue milk slushy of some sort, right? Blue milk shake. Um Benjamin Shapiro, editor at GGR, he said the chocolate cake from Matilda. Fair. Yeah. Oof. The one that yeah, you can do it, Brucey. Yeah. Like <laughs> we do that to each other in our family. Like whenever somebody's like, uh, they're like struggling to finish eating something. <laughs> we're always like, You can do it, Brucey. The fucking cute uh the Cubano that uh uh, Favreau makes and Chef. Oh, that yeah. sandwich looks amazing. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I'd say I, I say I took more of the I took more of the gamer out outside of this too. Um, there's a lot of HD levels now they make in games like Sonic Colors, Mario that are like like you're running around on like giant donuts. And like it's all in its HD delicious goodness, and you're just looking at like <laughs> sprinkles and frosting, and you're just like, oh, my diabetes, <laughs> diabetes deliciousness. The fucking uh, <laughs> fruits on the the bushes in Super Mario World. Right, like there's that. Um, the ones that, like Yoshi, Yoshi can't even walk by without eating them. Right, <laughs> exactly. Be delicious, yeah. It looks delicious. Cur- anything in a Kirby game. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Any of that. Any of you um, assholes just walking around. <laughs> I'm going to eat you. Yes. And then um, I'll, I'll do one more from anime. I've I've always I, I've always had this thing. I think it's because there's such a thing around it. Anyone who's a Naruto fan, the Ichiraku ramen. Because I already I already like ramen, but the way like the like the character talks about it, and they always show it in the show, and it just looks like everything is in this thing, and it like just looks fantastic. I'm like, wow. So, so. There, there's have, another. Have you- Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, MT. No, I was gonna. No, I was gonna ask Russ. Have you been to the the uh, the Naruto inspired ramen place? No, I haven't. Where's that at? Uh, let me let me find out because a bunch of my friends have been, and I keep hearing. Yeah, there's. It looks like they're all in New York, but it's literally just called Naruto ramen, and it's all <laughs> completely in, uh, completely inspired from the anime. Post quarantine, GGR road trip or going to fucking New York to try Naruto ramen. I'm game. Well, seriously, let me know. I, I will meet you. I'll meet you guys in Philly. We'll go north. <laughs> What's up? 
there's a dude there's a dude on youtube um that i've become a big fan of the guy's name is ken domick he's a canadian food youtuber and like he's just like the nicest dude and he just drives around and tries a whole bunch of different restaurants like one of the things that he did and listen to how fucking nice this is right Somebody said, uh, I guess a challenge for him. Hey, find a restaurant in your hometown that has a a zero star review on Yelp and go and try it. Mm. And he did. And like he was like, I don't know why this got a zero star review. This is actually really good. And later that restaurant like was on the news saying this guy saved our restaurant because he came and and did the review. Yeah. And like it was he's in he, he went to Toronto and it's 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 like Garfield. It's like Garfield theme, like Garfield, the fucking cat. Right. So they serve like pizza and lasagna and shit. And he went there and he got it. And he was like, this is pretty good. I don't know what the problem was. This is pretty tasty. The people were nice. And like it saved that restaurant. They were saying that like things were awful. No one would go there. But like because of his YouTube channel, they fixed that. Now, the tie in with this is he had a he has a friend of his who's also a YouTuber that lives in Japan. And he went and visited him. And they had this thing. It was like, I, I think it was called a noodle slide. Like, literally, it's like this bamboo slide, and there's water running down it. And there's this nice Japanese lady who's making noodles and sliding them down the bamboo slide. And you have to catch them with your chopsticks. Like, Fucking you guys have what? to watch. You have to watch <laughs> this video. Like, just look up look up Ken Domic. It's Ken. Uh, last name is D-O-M-I-K. Look up noodle slide. Fuck, I'll just put the link in the, in the uh, chat. Um, but... These noodles look so fucking good. So they're real. I can't say that it's like fictional things, but I saw it on television. So I'm going to count it. And because (laughs) I said so. Um, Fuck you. It's my show. I do what I want. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Flowing Japanese bamboo noodles. Yeah. Like this was the it was the craziest shit. It's it's a video that that Jax will just randomly be like, oh, can we watch the noodle slide video? Like we've seen it like a million times, but like it's it's just so fucking cool. This looks uh, so good. What do you like? Yeah, I'm watching it now. Oh, you're watching the noodle slide thing? Yeah. 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 I just I just put the link in the uh, in the chat. But um, yeah, he's re- he's a really cool guy. Like I, I really dig like the stuff that he's doing. Um, oh yeah, Pulp Fiction, the Big Kahuna Burger. Yeah. Ooh, that's a that's a. Well, especially yeah, too, good. especially too, because Samuel L. Jackson like eats that burger in the most intimidating fashion I've ever seen in my life. Like, <laughs> takes it from Brad and stares him in the face as he takes a giant bite out of it. Like, could I have some of your tasty beverage to wash down my meal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Pretty much all the food in in Pulp Fiction. I want that five dollar milkshake, which yeah. ends up being like thirteen or fourteen dollars now. Oh, so like a burgatory milkshake. <laughs> I guess, man. I wait, don't know. <laughs> oh wait, burger. I guess burgatory might is burgatory not a thing in Virginia. It might just be a thing around here. I've no, I never heard of it. Never heard of it. Burgatory. You guys, if you guys have ever, if you guys ever come to Pittsburgh, we're, yeah. we're going to Burgatory, and you're going we, to thank me. <laughs> we have to. We have to go to Pittsburgh because not only do we have to go to Burgatory, we also have to go to. Uh, Permani Brothers, which is the mm-hmm. uh, it's the sandwich place where they put the coleslaw and the French fries on the sandwich too. Um, but they also have this place called Eaton Park, which is <laughs> it's like it's like if Denny's and I, I can't even combine it with anything else because it has a salad bar and a rotating soup menu. And if Steve yep. was on right now, like he would be so excited and he would tell you all about it <laughs> and the history of it. Dude, I live Steve, a Steve minute away from Eaton Park. Park. A minute. Yeah. Yeah. See, <laughs> it's, it's it's that good. Like it's so, it's to the point where if I told Sandy, listen, 
babe, I know you don't want to move north. I know you want to move south. You want to go to like Florida or something like that. But I have an opportunity to run an Eaton Park. <laughs> and we're going to own it. And Fran- like she might say yes. Like she, <laughs> you could. might win her over. Like Eaton Park is that good. It's, yeah, we might need to take a food, food like we're just going to have a food road trip. I think is what we're going to do. We're just going to travel around the country and get fat. Yeah. It'll be awesome. We were, supposed, we were supposed to start like food vlogging anyway, just like going places and recording it. Like, yeah. Good Fuck. time to start next year. Fucking quarantine, man. Fucking Burgers or even has vegan shakes. Yes. Literally like dairy free house turned soy vanilla ice cream shakes. What? Dude, there and here's the thing. So getting back to the the first first the first part of the pod the first cast we did on food, I was gonna mention it, but like Burgatory is like they will put all this random shit in these burgers and you're like you would never think it would taste good. And like you look at like their pre made burgers and then they you can also choose your own, like create your own and like all this entire list of just all of the stuff you can put on there. And you're just looking at this, like, what do I even like choose? Like, what is even, it's all good. It doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter. Like it's all good. And then they have these shakes that are just absolutely fantastic. You can spike them, which is good. Like you get theirs, you get their s'mores shake and there's a marshmallow the size of like, uh, like freaking like my forehead on top of this thing. (laughs) And like, Throw a little, and they throw a little Kahlua in there, and you're just sitting there like, this is the best freaking shake I've ever had. And then they also do rotating specials, so like, <laughs> they'll occasionally, like they did, um, like for like the, just to give an example, they did like a pop tart milkshake, and they, it was like oh. a spiked one where they put like, a, it was like a cherry vodka or something like that in it, but like it literally had half a pop tart on top of it, tastes like a pop tart with alcohol, and it was just a. a delectable thing of like goodness with like sprinkles and stuff in there oh my god it, yeah breakfast and get drunk it's like it's amazing <laughs> so i'm looking at their menu and they do I mean? something i've only ever had well, first of all they won me over because I, I i was i i thought i was hearing you right but i wasn't positive but yeah it's purgatory like purgatory um, yep. And it's all hell themed. <laughs> like their logo is a B with a that has like cut out fire on the bottom of it. Um, they they do a, a, a ground beef and ground bacon burger, which I've only ever had once, and that was at a place called Red Apron, which is a butcher shop and sandwich place down here, um, where they I actually bet- uh, mix the 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 bacon into the 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 mix of the meat. Mm-hmm. Um, right. and it completely changes the texture and the taste and it, yeah, it's fucking awesome. There's uh my favorite one there. It's a, it, they do, it's grass fed elk burger. Um, that nice. is absolutely delicious. And like the, the sauces and the, the toppings you can get on these things. Um, even like that, like I said, they, have, they like you've mentioned the vegan stuff. Uh, they have even like their, like they, they'll do like, I don't know if it's a crab or some seafood style like burgers and stuff too. Occasionally, like I've never had a bad burger, bad meal, anything there. Like it's and then they do like the salted chips on the side. I mean, you can get fries, but like the big thing there is like the salted chips on the side. And oh my god! And then it's, it's like a bar style thing too. So you could also like they usually have like sports stuff going on up there too. So you can either sit at the booths and eat and just like literally pig out until you can't move anymore, or you can go like do all that and like watch like a football game. Watch the watch or, watch the know. Washington football team or the Washington baseball team or the Washington hockey team. Or the- <laughs> <laughs> we don't believe in labels, man. We're just the Washington sports teams. <laughs> Go sports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Are there yeah, any this other? This place looks fucking amazing. Sorry. Uh, no, you're good, <laughs> dude. You're good, man. You're good. Are there? Because we do need to wrap up uh, the show here, guys. Are there any other fictional foods that were just like, holy shit, I gotta try this? La- okay, my last three. Uh, PJ's Pizza from a Goofy movie. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. Good choice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just because, I mean. You can never go. There's no such thing as too much cheese. Uh, a vegetarian version of the Bueno Naco from Kim Possible. I don't know if anyone's ever yes. seen it. <laughs> yes. Yes. I have. And and and, and and I've mentioned this before, but Christy Carlson Romano actually has a cooking show on YouTube, and she actually made a real life one with um. I, I want to call him Eric Matthews because I can't remember his <laughs> real name. But, uh, Will Friedle. Yeah, Will Friedle, yeah. But they, they actually, they, okay, they, let's, they actually, let's just be honest. It's Eric Matthews. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they actually, they actually, uh, go ahead. They actually made a, uh, uh, Bueno Naco in real life wow. and it looks really delicious. So go watch that. And last but not least, this is not a food, but it can go with food. And that is Kel's secret sauce from Good Burger. Yeah, <laughs> I was not expecting a good burger reference in this. In this, you <laughs> don't this. have enough good burger references. <laughs> exactly, our quota. We're way below our quota this year, guys. Oh Jesus! I just I started thinking about the fattest possible thing I could think of. The fucking food at Paunch Burger on Parks and Rec. Yeah, looks amazing. <laughs> it looks so goddamn good, and it is like designed to be artery clogging they have a drink that's child sized because if you liquefied a toddler it would fit in the cup (laughs) (laughs) it's a 128 ounce cup (laughs) just made me snort jesus christ (laughs) there was no hiding that either that was just that's in there (laughs) i don't even care i don't even care at this point I'm trying to I'm trying to think of some of the other ones, man. Like um, this is really old school. I don't even know if you guys any of you guys watch this, um, but I was a big fan of watching Three's Company with my mom when I was a kid. And like it's on like TV land and stuff like that. You can oh, catch it out. You're a Gen but, Xer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm in that weird in between spot. I'm not Gen X. I'm not millennial. They, they, they call me what is it? Zennial or like they, they call it the Star Wars generation, like 1977 and after is what they say, where it's like analog childhood digital adulthood is what they kind of put us in we're in a weird in-between stage but um three's company jack tripper um was a chef he was a professional chef yes and he worked and i want a fucking meal cooked by jack tripper (laughs) like he just he was always doing this crazy shit with food he was always funny and he's falling over he's pretending to be gay so mr furley doesn't kick him out it was was a whole thing i was i want a meal from jack it's not even necessarily the food yeah. It's the experience of yeah. Jack making yeah. you the food. Exactly. Exactly. And then, you know, Chrissy coming in with short shorts and then there's a misunderstanding. <laughs> it's yeah, exactly. Like I just what? want an episode. That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently Sharon, um, Sharon Bonham, who I've known, God, I've known since, since high school, uh, a Ziggy Piggy Sunday is what she I recommend. looked that up. Holy yes. shit. I'd forgotten what that was. Oh my God. It's the fucking. Looking- it's the ice cream sundae that Napoleon eats in Bill and Ted. Oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> it's the giant, like, punch bowl size ice cream sundae, which is based apparently on a. I, I, as, we were, as we were talking about this, I looked through the thread and, and I was like, Ziggy Piggy Sunday, what is that? And yeah, it's, it's based on a real place called Farrell's, yeah. um, which doesn't do that, but it does something they call the trough, which is a gigantic banana split. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, it's delicious. fucking insanity. Feral's Ice Cream Parlor. Yeah, shit is wacky. Yeah, it is indeed. Um, I'm not going to lie. I know it's for dogs. Um, I want to try a fucking Scooby Snack. Hey, if man. It, if I can make still had them. I'm just saying, if, if it can make a dog hug himself and twist around and then turn into a rocket and shoot up in the air and then gently float down because they're so delicious, they've got to be pretty good, right? One would think. Yeah, I'd one would say. one would assume, right? Like, yeah, that's like my favorite gif ever. It's just like of Scooby Doo, uh, just like losing his mind over a Scooby snack. That's like the best. <laughs> um, butter beers on the list too. Um, yep. I, but apparently that's a thing. You can actually have it if you go to Starbucks. They'll make you a butter beer. Um, what's it called? Frappuccino. Um, but still, I mean, like, oh, I think, tragedy. What? The last Ferrell's location closed last year. Motherfucker. It was in Brea, California, and it shut down. Uh, closed in Ju- June 8th, 2019, leaving no remaining locations. Uh, yeah, fucking sadness. I know, like, I know that ultimately, you know, he was, Danny Aiello was kind of a racist and do the right thing. Um, <laughs> the pizza from fucking. <laughs> but I kind of want to try the pizza from do the right thing. Is that, is that wrong? Like. That man looks good. Look I, mean, good. I hear you. <laughs> right? Oh, like... yeah. The, the, oh, dude, the fucking, the, the spaghetti they make in Goodfellas. Oh, shit. Where he's, where he's slicing the garlic with the Garlic fucking with the fucking blade? razor blade. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you one. I'll tell you the one, one. One of the other ones I was thinking of. Uh, you guys, I'm sure everyone's seen the movie Twister, right? Yeah. The when they go to the, oh, the her, fucking steak at May's house. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Would you guys see my cows and gravy and yeah. yeah. You see my cows out front? Oh no. Ooh. <laughs> the best joke of the movie. <laughs> I, I watched. I watched that because again, in, it, we're in quarantine and there's nothing else to do. Um, I watched Twister because I remember being in middle school when that movie came out. And like being psyched about going to see it in the theater and saw it. And I was like, that movie was fucking great. I loved it. It was awesome. It was... And then like, poof, nobody ever talked about it ever again. I talk about it. I, I talk about it a lot. I like Bill Paxton it's... and Helen Hunt. And yeah. that's Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, it's, Philip Seymour Hoffman. it's freaking yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman. And Carrie Elwes. He's the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people in there. Um, One of the dudes that shows up in, um, in Justified. Um, he plays uh, one of the Bennett boys, um, Dewey. He plays Dewey. Dewey's yeah, in that yeah, as well. Right. Oh, mm-hmm. um, I can't think of his name. Yeah. Shit. I don't think uh, it's shit. Oh, 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 oh uh, um, <laughs> Henry. Sorry, I couldn't help it. <laughs> oh, it God be, damn it. it. Be shit. Or not Dewey, Dickie. I'm sorry, Dickie Bennett. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> I knew who you meant, though. I know I can picture him. I just can't think of the name. Yeah, I'm looking for him right now. Hang on. <laughs> Come on, Google. You can do it. While you're doing that, the only other thing I... The, the other Jeremy one Davies. Came up. Jeremy oh, Davies, yes. There I was, it is. I was, there it is. I confuse him and um, Henry something. I, the guy who played E.T. Not E.T., but uh, uh, Elliot and E.T. Yeah. Um, they look just enough alike that I confuse the two of them. <laughs> he also... He was um, he was in uh, Crisis. And then when they did the CW Crisis crossover, he was in that. He was. Um, yeah, he was. Yeah, he just shows up, and like he plays the same character too, just weird and squirrely. Like that's. Hey man. To be his thing. Know what you're good at. Yeah, you know, like get paid to do that, man. You know. <laughs> uh, I think we covered it, guys. I think we hit them all. Touch them all, folks. Touch them all. You know, there's one more I'll say. <laughs> 
Do you, guys, you guys ever remember, do you guys play the uh, original Mario Party on 64, on the Nintendo 64? Yes. I have not. All right. But I, I'm, I'm sure I, I, I will pick up on the reference. There's a level, and it's on Peach's birthday cake. And I don't know if you remember how colorful and delicious that birthday cake in that level looks. And it's just this giant, delectable goodness of a level. And it's I, I've always wanted to take a bite of that birthday cake for some reason. <laughs> I can't explain why. I, it's, you know, t- especially on the system, it just like looked textured and all that. But for some reason, to me, when I was a kid, I can just like picture eating that thing. And I don't even like cake. I'm not even a big cake eater. Like I, I, I'm actually I think cake is overdone in every every situation. But like that particular one, I'm like that just looks. Like strawberry and vanilla goodness all over the place. Um, That's <laughs> I, I can I can appreciate that. I definitely remember early on when Conan O'Brien took over the late uh, the late show on NBC <laughs> for uh, or late night late night. No, I'm talking. This is like oh, the late late show. 90s. The, 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 this the is night. when Letterman went to CBS. Leno took over for uh, for um, um, Johnny Carson. Uh, there was an animated beginning to that show. And in the beginning of the show, it was an animated Conan O'Brien that was sitting eating a bag of potato chips. And the potato chips that he ate looked so fucking good. They just <laughs> they just looked so delicious. And I remember being like maybe like 12 or 13 and being like, fuck, I got to go downstairs and get some potato chips. Like right now, I need to eat those potato chips. So, yeah, like it's – the thirst is real, folks. <laughs> Is anyone oh, no. else like really hungry not right now, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I just had dinner and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, I need to go like either. It's too late. To, it's actually, it's too late to cook something. Now I gotta get up at like yeah. 630. In honor, in honor of Steve, I'm going to go eat an entire thing of cookies. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Pour, pour one out, pour one out for Steve guys. Make sure you uh, have a cookie in his honor. Uh, I'm Watch sure. Feel that like some milk. There is a YouTube channel called Food for Watch, and among other things, they have just the steak and egg scene from Twister, (laughs) (laughs) which I have just watched, and it looks phenomenal. Doesn't it? Look like I think the gravy seals it though. Like the The gravy is the thing that brings it all together. Yeah, no, those are gigantic fucking steaks on the plate. I'm like, dear God, even I would have a hard time eating that, and I eat everything. Like. Oh, my God. Oklahoma, man. You know, what else? Are they, you know, if you've ever seen uh, Officer and Gentleman, there's only two things in Oklahoma. Nobody. Nothing. Steers no. and queer. Come on. I yeah, no. I, I, yeah, no. <laughs> I understood your joke. I do not acknowledge your joke. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> I right, haven't guys. seen that movie. So I think I was like a very young lad. And I think my mom had that on. I kind of remember like the gist of the movie. Don't remember anything about it. I, I referenced it. Because the guy who's one of the guys that's in it is also in Major League Two, um, and I just I just did my article about the Major League movies that's on GGR by the way, which you can read hint hint nudge nudge, um, and like I it was the first time I thought about that movie in like forever, and I just remember Lou Gossett Jr. just like kicking ass and like beating the shit out of Richard Gere in that one scene, and like that's that and like I remember they made fun of it in um. In the Simpsons, like Homer, uh, Marge comes to Homer's work and and uh, Homer picks her up and carries her out. But then also they make fun of it in uh, Family Guy because <laughs> um, Stewie's like it's like the Fantastic Voyage. He's like in the little ship and he's like inside Peter trying to destroy all his sperm so there's no other children. Um, <laughs> and they're trying to get Peter to cry so he can cry out Stewie and his ship out of his tear duct. So he play that song from an officer and a gentleman. <laughs> And Peter starts crying, and Lois goes, I love you, Peter. And he goes, I love you, too, Lou Gossett Jr. (laughs) 
I remember. I haven't seen that episode in a while either. That was that was funny. God that damn. Funny. That was when that show was really good. It was in its first like few seasons. Like there after was they, time. After they brought it back, like it, it just wasn't yeah. the same. But, it was rough. <sighs> On that note, guys, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it. I, again, like I, I can't thank you enough for for helping spread the word. Uh, about our little website podcast that we have going on it, it's it's fantastic like I'm, I'm so i'm so ecstatic that people actually want to hear what we have to say um so keep keep it keep it up keep sharing it keep listening keep uh telling friends about it as well we we always appreciate that but the website is www.greatgeekrefuge.com you can pick up the podcast on pretty much any service that's out there um the one that is kind of neat it's like an imdb for podcasts it's called podchaser.com check it out and in fact you guys the guys on the on the podcast go on and create yourself an account because you literally can credit yourself for the episodes that you've been on on this show or on other podcasts that are out there too yeah so it's a really really cool network of people they're really fun on on twitter they they share they um they try to share the wealth when it comes to podcasts and connect each other with uh with other like-minded folks who are doing the same thing uh, but big thanks to Russ Brown, to James Rambo, to MC Brooks, as always. Guys, we appreciate you. Stay safe. We're hoping that this thing is going to end soon. We're hoping that we can all see each other physically sometime soon. But it's only going to end if we can actually wear masks, if we can wash our hands, if we can stay socially distant. But more importantly, what's the best way to get out of this damn quarantine? Don't be a juice bag. Good night, guys. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, GGR. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy!